a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release euphoric inspiration revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. That Miss Marlowe made, made us read like every night yeah. until we finished. <laughs> and you're a smart one, so you're going on into science. And yes, what, science. Yeah, what, do you want to be a scientist or what, what do you I want to do with it? I want to become a neurosurgeon. You know, I could operate on your brain if you want me to. <laughs> well, 
I might be calling you because they call her a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> I might have a few scruples up there. But bless you and thank you so much for what you're doing and continue to bless us and success, okay? Oh, thank you. All right, Mom, give me a little hug. Mm-hmm. Don't you right, You're going to have a good time. You look lovely. All right, then. I'll talk to you later. There'll be more with y'all coming up. Ciao. Caught you off guard. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Sandra. <laughs> what do you think of this night? Well, I was really touched. I was really moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's wonderful. I, I, I have a thing for kids and helping yeah. kids, and I, I really think this whole venue and this whole evening was wonderful mm-hmm. and and touching. Have you been before to Girl Blue? No. No. How'd you hear about it? Actually, through uh, my girlfriend Fashan. Okay. Um, she, her one of her, her niece was also in Girl Blue. She was uh, uh, a Bond. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I decided to come and support a Bond right. and saw this wonderful and then I see you event. Here, right? Yes. And we're here. And we've known each other. Yes. So. Yes. So we're gonna get them things together. We're gonna. Yes. I think. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to. How's your radio show going? It's going wonderful. Yeah. Two years in, went into syndication now. I'm okay. Good. Doing good. And okay. It's all over the place. Yeah. I was gonna say. We'll, I have to. Yeah. We'll we'll get together. Yeah. I just want to say yeah. hi. She looks lovely, you guys. She's very colorful. Thank you. From head to toe. <laughs> and look for me on um, The Mentalist. Oh, really? I, I when? I just got top of the show. Oh. Uh, I start shooting on the 14th. So the new season? Mm-hmm. All right. No, I, yeah, I think it might air for the new season, but I shoot the f- I shoot next week for eight days. All right. Yeah. And I love it. Yay! Love it. Love it. Congratulations, Thank you. Mama. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much, and right, I'll talk right. to you soon. Okay. okay. Take care. Ciao. Ciao. Yeah, that's the amidst the jewels, making them realize their dreams. So that 
That was my gift to you. Thank I love you. you. And yeah. keep on doing what you're doing, all right? All right. And you better keep in touch with me. Yes. Don't just say that, because I'm coming to New York. I'll find you. Okay. okay. All right. I'll talk to you later, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, there's some more over here at the Underground Experience. I am Tiffany Parker, and I am 16 years old. The Girl Group Project is so amazing. It made me so strong. It made my life better than it was before. Before I thought my life was the best, it made my life different. It changed me. It changed my thoughts, my anxiety, everything. I just love Miss Marla. She really changed me. And she does stuff and she she changes our souls in just five weeks. It's amazing. I wish girls would just come and really experience it. It's really good. They have to. And tell, tell me one thing that you, one precious thing that you're going to take home with you after this. I will take home a different me. A different voice. A different vibe. A different mind. A different body. <laughs> Keep up those exercises and all the stretches and that meditation. You look just fine. You're beautiful. Thank you. All right. Love you. Thank you so much. All right. I'll play Because I knew the first day 
you know, yeah. there was a lot of things you yeah. never did before, yeah. and you're afraid, but you let yourself go. Yeah, I and did. did it, and you really showed up today, and I'm so proud. I of you. know, I was so ready to give up, but I'm so yeah. glad I didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, see, now that means you can do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so what's one special thing that you got from this for you? Well, I just learned not to give up on myself, and I am so confident about everything I like. Everything I do, like like Ms. Marlo said, do it big and wrong if you're going to do something wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so do you know what you want to do from this moment forward? Yeah, I just want to yeah, get like good grades, like no more like ditching, no more smoking, no more drinking, no more like nothing. I just want to like do good from now. Beautiful, my beautiful. Well, if you ever need me, I'm going to give you my number, you can call me too. Okay. All right? Yeah. Thank you so much. She's wonderful, you guys. Give them your full name. Doris, Doris Ramirez Alejandra Alas. All right. And go on and love yourself. I do love myself a lot. All right, baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hear that? She loves herself. So give them some love. Give the children the love. All right, we'll talk to you in a bit. Ciao. My name's Darian. How you doing, Darian? Great and you. I'm all right. Okay. And you is? My name is Trey. Trey. Trey what? Trey. Trey, Trey? Just Trey. All right. Trey, Trey. How you doing? <laughs> Are you just hanging? Yeah. What's your name, too? I'm Master of the Flying Guillotine. Oh, all righty then. That's a whole lot of things. So, so how did you guys feel about tonight? Uh, tonight was pretty great. I love the vibe in the room. Um, it was just an atmosphere. It just yeah. felt really great. It's real positive. Positive, yeah. Positive. How about you? I can say it was pretty positive. It was cool. Yeah. I, I liked it. And where are you guys from? Where are you from? From Carson, California. Carson. Carson, California. Carson, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and you, is music going to be your life profession? Yeah. Yeah, I that's sure it. I hope so. You look like you should be a basketball player or something. You should. No, I kind of want to dance, though. Really? That's... Okay, well, we need more men dancing. See? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about it. But, um, so, from this moment forward, what are you guys doing after this? What's going on next? Oh, so, well, at our church, we have, um, the youth choir. Okay. Um, so... You sing, too? Oh, no, no, I play piano for Okay. Yeah. You sing? I sing. Okay. Alright. Cool. So, that's next step, to take a step at a time. Which church? Uh, First Lutheran Church of Carson. Yeah, it's getting some love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's your pastor? Um, we have an intern pastor right now, so it's Pastor Witty. Alright, hey, Pastor Witty. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well, thank you guys for talking to me, and all what up with soldiers, and... Peace and love. All right. All right. Okay, this is Uncle Earl here at Emmanuel Pestrian Church, getting you the goods. I'll talk to you in a bit. Chat. Girl named 
mini toy. She had to climb, climb a lot of mountains in her life, but she had courage, wisdom, and heart, and knowledge, and brain. So, and, it, and, and it's kind of like the yellow brick road, kind of like the Wizard of Oz. All righty then. What's your name? Mini Floyd. It's <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much for your love that you gave to the audience tonight because I'm happy to have been a part of your life. Thank you. From that day one. You remember how it was rough? Yeah. And we all overcame some things and I learned a lot too and thank you for sharing with me. Thank you, Mr. Lacey. Yeah, and, and we got something that you're going to take home with you from this program. Um, well, you know, it's my senior year and like I have to go into senior year knowing that like like I have something for like my future and like just just being myself, you know, and not what I don't care what other people think about me, just move on and have and I know I'm very I'm gonna be very successful. So, yeah, I took a lot from this program. I'm very I'm very proud of myself. Alright, I know you is too. <laughs> <laughs> you better be honest come find you. <laughs> but thank you so much thank and you. on what other soldiers and bless you. Thank you so much. Alrighty then. Okay. Thank you so much Dan. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. There's some more, more, more goodness around here. We'll be back at you in a second. Ciao. Because you never know what life is going to take you, and you can't change where you've been. But today, I have the opportunity to choose. Here I am now, looking at 30, and I got so much to say. Gotta get this off of my chest, I gotta let it go today I was always too concerned about what everybody would think But I can live for everybody, I gotta live my life for me, yeah I preached a fork in the road of my life And nothing's gonna happen unless I decide I choose to be the best that I Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Uncle Earl here at the Underground Experience, and I've been here with the Girl Blue Project, and I have a very special young lady right here. She is knockout. You know her. I know that we've worked together. You've seen her all over TV, movies, films, commercials, everything. Miss Carolina White, how you doing? I'm good. I'm I know good. I'm talking real fast right now. That's all right. This, that's all right. <laughs> this is what I do. So, what do you feel about this evening today? Um, it was an amazing evening. Uh, just a wonderful showcase finale. These girls have been on a tremendous journey. Uh, self-awareness they have we've just seen them bloom into the flowers that they are um, they have grown into themselves in just five weeks they built friendships you know they got a chance uh, to really get a glimpse of their greatness and, it, and, and it's just an amazing program I'm, I'm glad I do it every year uh, moving and these girls they go through so much in their lives and we have no idea what these kids are going through have you been with us since the beginning um, I have yes I have I have um, you know Marlo told me she wanted to do this program and I just supported her every way that I can and, and we get I think we get more out of it sometimes than the girls you know it really makes us we, we, you know it really makes us reflect and, and you know I wish I wish I could do so much more you know but I know just just coming and showing up for them is, is what they need most in their life. So, you, it, it doesn't take many but right. you reach one at a time that's right. all it takes exactly, that exactly. You know? so yeah and, it was an outstanding night it was so proud of the girls it was and, and what's, what's on the agenda for you? Um, I'm um, I'm producing and acting in a film called Cut Flowers. It's based on a play written by Gavin Lawrence, and he's written a screenplay. And uh, it's a piece that uh, also Gavin, Marlo, all of us, we went to Howard together. So I'm doing another project with a friend, uh, Howard alum. And that's we're going to be shooting spring 2013. And I'm doing um, I'm working with Antea's company right now. Um, I'm going to be doing You Can't Take It With You. So that's my next production. That'll be in the fall coming up. Always I love it. I love it. Gotta, gotta, gotta stay busy. That's good. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. It's good <laughs> Thank to see you, you again. Too. Always. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, baby. All right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be back after some more. Ciao. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Who are you? I'm Uriah. Yeah? Yeah. And what you got to say? I got to say, 
that I love the show. Oh, really? You had a good time? Really? I did. <laughs> I was, I'm so happy. Like, we really did this. Y'all are beautiful. Really this. Thank you so much. Very beautiful. I'm so happy that I met you guys, all of you. And you helped change me, too. Yeah. I want you to know that. All right, yeah. Me, seriously. Because yeah. you know, we, we had some days. We did. Which is human. It is. It's how you grow through it and go through it. Yeah. How you come out on the other side. Y'all came on out tonight. Yeah. We, Marla and I, we were back here with tears in our eyes by the time y'all got to that dance. Wow. I mean, the audience is so quiet. Do you feel the energy? In I felt it. That's what made me go even like, I feel them. So I'm giving That's just how I felt like that. Yes. Like, yes. So, so, so what is? what are you going to do on forward from this moment? Well, everyone keeps telling me I should pursue acting and keep dancing. And my mom says she's going to kill me if I don't. So... I think I am because honestly, Mr. Lacey, I was so nervous. I threw a tantrum. I was like, oh, I'm nervous. As soon as I hit that stage, I was cool. Like, I was so... You felt like you were home. Yeah, I felt like I belong here. I belong right here. Like, I was so comfortable. I was actually looking out in the audience, like, everything. Like, I'm really, really going to think about pursuing this, for real. Right. Well, I hope you do. Yeah, thank All you. Right. Yes, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, and, um... God bless you. All right. Say it. So, how do I get in contact with you so I can be in your show? Oh, I can get you in contact, but y'all don't need to know all this. I'll touch y'all later. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Woo! This has been a full night. I have someone who's a genius here. He is a genius mask in black. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. It was amazing what you did with the kids. You know, these kids you are know. amazing. Uh, we just need to take more time and do this kind of stuff with our kids because it really does take a village. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we live in a time when the villagers are doing more raising than the actual whatever you want to call it. Right. <laughs> right, right. But we're good with it. Right, and they're good with too it. into their lives. Right, and their lives. But, right. But what, what did you feel about the whole process going through this five weeks? Did you get something from it yourself? Absolutely. Um, I always leave things like this with with individual things from different ones, um, especially when it comes to working with teenagers. Um, teenagers teach me a lot, especially when it comes to uh, how to treat them, how to communicate with them, because with every year, the communication and the way to communicate changes. So uh, the challenge is to meet them where they are, to give them what I have for them, and be open to receive what they have for me that they don't even know okay. they have. So yeah, but it, you know that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm greedy. I want it all, and I'm gonna give it all. So I'm gonna get it all. Okay. <laughs> all right. And how can how how can people find you? Um, I'm in the South Bay. Uh, the name of my company is Rafa Music um, in Long Beach. Uh, I'm listed. Uh, my website will be up and running by the end of the month. It's Rafa, R-A-P-H-A, uh, dot com. Rafa Music dot com. Uh, my telephone number, I would give it out, but uh, that's a little too personal. Okay, they don't know that. What if, do you have a general email? Uh, yes, T-I-M-M-U-Z-I-C-M-A-N at gmail.com. Oh, yes. All right, and we will be in touch. All right. Okay, I look forward to it. it. Thanks so much. All right. <laughs> all right, y'all, y'all getting all the goods today, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be bringing you some more. Hold on a sec. My body's nobody's body but mine. You run your own body, let me run mine. My heart was made to be filled up with love, not to be ordered or broken or shoved. My hands were made to hold other hands. Not to hold guns in faraway lands My body's nobody's body but mine You run your own body, let me run mine My genes were made to pass on you When I please Not to obey Man-made laws and decrees My body's nobody's body 
voices heard. We each sing for freedom when we sing these words. How you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain, and DJ of the Underground Experience, here with a community spotlight moment. And it is the Girl Blue Project. The Girl Blue Project is committed to awakening the truest potential in young women by empowering them to embrace who they are and giving them the tools to create whom they choose to be. Now, the Girl Blue Project was founded in June of 2003 as proactive move to re-educate, motivate, and empower teen girls aged 14 to 18 years old in Los Angeles County. Now, um, they 
have a wide array of classes they take through, through this five-week period, and it includes self-awareness, yoga, dance, voice, acting, creative writing, women's health, and much, much more. They study out of a wonderful book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And um, I have the founder and director, Ms. Marlo Wyatt, on the phone with me. How you doing, Ms. Marlo? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. First of all, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of this project because I got so much out of it for me, too. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm glad you were able to come on board. Yes, yes, yes. And this has been a, this has been a labor of love. You're you're from Kansas City. Yes. And Kansas City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, you, you actually are like the girls yourself. Um. In. Well, in, in you're, I, mean, I mean, you 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 were motivated because of the way you were brought up. I mean, you you had you said I, I read in your bio that um, you know you met your biological father three times in your life or something. Yes, yes. So you didn't really grow up in the full wholesome what they say is average family. Yes, but we all you know we we adjust. But I was I grew up with um, my mother had five uh, six brothers and sisters, so I grew up with my uncles and my aunt. Uh, and a, in a neighborhood that was filled with a lot of love mm. and a lot of um, people who were watching over me and mm. educators and mm -hmm. things like that. So I, I, you know, on paper it may look <laughs> like, oh, you know, my mother was a, a, a teenage mother. As mine but was. But I had my grandfather. Mm -hmm. and I was adopted by my mother's husband. Mm -hmm. Um when I was, I think, uh, 15 years old, 14, 15 years old, right at the age where, you know, I think we need that kind of stability. Yes, those are the tender years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yourself, you are an accomplished actress, writer, and producer. Yes, yes, I am. And give us a little history on your your uh, theater background. Um, well, I, I went to Howard University, and I studied theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I left Howard and went to New York, uh, to Broadway, like most of us do, and, um, did a lot of, uh, theater there and met some wonderful, wonderful people. Um, and I think I was in New York for about six, seven years, and mm -hmm. then I decided that I wanted to, uh, get into film and television, so I moved to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I wasn't writing at the time, not at all. Mm -hmm. And so when I moved to Los Angeles, I, um... In my spare time while I was auditioning, I uh, started working with a children's group, a, a conservatory for kids, mm -hmm. and um, I had come in as the acting teacher and uh, directed the, the live performance that they did, and so I ended up actually writing some pieces for those kids, <laughs> and that's when I started um, writing, mm. writing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it came kind of natural to you, though, huh? Hmm? came kind of natural to you. You know what? It did, but I, 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 I'm a person who believes in studying, and I, I believe in going to school. So I was, I was still taking classes at uh, Playhouse West uh, acting. And then once I really realized, um, when I was auditioning, there wasn't a lot for me to audition that I thought mm. um, represented minorities mm -hmm. or women mm -hmm. you know as well mm -hmm. and so that inspired me more mm -hmm. and I like working with young people when I was at Howard University had the opportunity to work with Mike Malone mm -hmm. um, during the summer it was street theater so I worked with the kids at Duke Ellington School of the Arts yeah. and so it's something about working with young people in, 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 in that way that you know, stuck with me. So I've always worked with it. I worked with the City Kids Foundation in New York. Mm -hmm. And so I always, ha I was always attached to kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like new pieces. I like original works. One of the things that I realized that um, a lot of times uh, with theater, when it came to children, they would just um, do classic pieces like Cinderella and Snow right, White and right. things like that. And then they would make it um, 
do the Spanish version or make it mm. in, the, in the hood. Mm-hmm. Or, so they can know, relate a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you have your own stories. You have your own Cinderella stories. We have our own, you know. Yes. And I, I, I really enjoyed hearing the original voices from what was happening in our world, you know, with these children and, yes. and wanted to give them a voice. And so when I uh, started writing little pieces here and there, it just grew into something much bigger. Mm. And I really enjoyed writing more, and I really um, felt more control over my career as a writer. And it just gave me the opportunity for all the actresses that I knew and all the actors that I knew who, one of, that was one of the complaints would be an audition, is that, oh, there's nothing really out there. Mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, well, nobody's writing anything. Right. Everybody wanted to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was more than happy um, to be behind the scenes and get work done that way as well.
right. kind of it kind of fell into my lap because if somebody told me, oh, you should, you know, I have friends who used to say in New York, you should write, you should write, oh, that's so funny, you can write. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to act. I, mean, I, right. I, I want to be in the camera. So I was that girl, like, right, please. <laughs> right. And I, lo- yeah. I love this about you. You have you have this this uh, quote here. says that you created the program for girls simply because you are female and you understand mm-hmm. that we socialize girls differently than boys. And that's that's something that is very pertinent. Yeah, I, I think that we do. I have a brother, mm-hmm. and we were raised completely different. I think that, um, and we talked about this during Girl with the Girls, I mean, it is still a man's world. Mm-hmm. It's run by men still. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of powerful women with uh, Hillary Clinton and, you know, Secretary of State, and we have Oprah Winfrey and Michelle Obama and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and all of these women, uh, Maxine Waters, we have a lot of powerful women, but the world, at the end of the day, is still run by men, Mm -hmm. and our values are still, uh, in my opinion, um, come from a male point of view and I think we have higher standards for women when it comes to society than we do for men mm. um, the things that uh, we see men do is, is even you know in politics even something as simple as cheating on their wives and things and the wives forgive them and you know you know the girls have talked about that just, just imagine if Hillary Clinton had did what Bill Clinton had done mm. or mm-hmm. you know any of these women who are married to these men who stand behind them but our society we are we still you know have that Mm -hmm. that kind of christian male dominated society that we've all made this agreement to participate in yes and um and it's not and even though america is a very very free country but we still have um in my opinion some antiquated values when it comes to men and women and i you know talk about the media and how we portray women, you know, yes. our, our value is based on how we look. Yes. Mm-hmm. How outer sexy we are, outer how beauty. Sexy. I mean, even when we write, you know, the best friend is smart. <laughs> and it's okay for the best friend, the, you know, the chunky girl to be fat or what we consider the unattractive girl <laughs> right. to be smart or, but she can, she's a sidekick. Exactly. You know, she's not going to be the lead. So a guy would never want her. You know what I mean? Right, Why right. would he be attracted to her? <laughs> right. You know, she right. weighs more than, you know, 100 pounds. Or, exactly. You know, she wears glasses or her hair is short or it's not blonde enough. Or, mm. And I think we don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. And I think our society over-sexualizes women. And that's why they have so many eating disorders. And, you know, you have such young girls wanting surgeries at mm. 14, 15 years old. Travesty. Uh, to get implants for certain things. And now the butts are in when mm. before mm-hmm. you know that injections you got girls wanting to do that and mm-hmm. extensions and hair weaves and it's nothing wrong with that if that is just a part of your creativity right um but when it's a necessity when it's this is going to make me feel loved or this is going to make me feel special or this is going to make me i need this to get ahead mm-hmm. that is what i mean yeah. by how we socialize yeah we are still socialized to cater Please, in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love and about the Girl Blue Project because, first of all, it's a free program, and the girls mm-hmm. are required to apply. You know, and you interview them. But it's such a diverse group of young ladies. Yeah, I you really know. worked hard to to try to. Um, we mostly have black and Hispanic girls, but mm-hmm. we have a few Caucasian girls uh, we've had through the program. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to reach out to every community because the one good thing about Los Angeles is that it's such a diverse community, but mm-hmm. it's still divided. Yes. People are still in there. I live in Koreatown, so there, mm-hmm. you know, you have that. And mm-hmm. then a little further east and a little further south, you have, you know, people are still divided, but it's such wonderful, diverse groups of people and I'm you know it's funny uh, people laugh at me I'm from Kansas and mm-hmm. I didn't meet <laughs> I didn't grow up with a diverse group mm. of people I did not but my, I think just because my family um, is very accepting and I never saw people you know as, a, as they as mm. them mm-hmm. and so I 
I knew, because um, I volunteered at Los Feliz, uh, Los Feliz uh, Elementary School, and I worked with a lot of uh, first-generation Armenian children and Hispanic children, and some um, uh, African-American children. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are all the same, and it may sound corny, and may sound, you know, kumbaya-ish, <laughs> but we are. And especially when it comes to girls, because when you get them in a room together, they all have the same issues, body image, boys, uh, my parents won't let me do this, or I'm not smart, or she's prettier, or this and that. And it's the same thing. It it crosses, you know, uh, even the economic, uh, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds Mm -hmm. of these girls as well. They're all the same. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had girls in private schools mixed with girls from foster care or girls from low-income neighborhoods. So they're all the same, but they don't know that because they're right. invited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the girls from private school would never meet the girls from south of mm-hmm. Fulcher, And they got just know. as many or more problems. Yeah, they actually have So it's like the parents quarantine them off and section them off and keep them away from everybody so they don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's, too, that's another problem with our society with
But I want to congratulate you on 10 years. 10 Mm -hmm. years. Girl Blue. I didn't plan on doing it that long. (laughs) It's something on the side that I do. I don't get paid for Girl Blue. It's not what I do all year round. This Mm -hmm. was a side project. Um, In Kansas, you know, you go to school from uh, September through May, and you're off three months. That's how I grew up. Mm. And so I came here thinking, I was like, oh, you know, in the summer, it would be great for, we could have a summer program because, you know, I can, I can commit to that that time and so um but it's different here with the track system and some schools are all year some schools are not right so um you know i was used to in the summer i spent the summers with my uncle in washington dc or my other uncle in florida or my aunt you know so i got to go to different places and see different people and how they behaved and things like that so it was very helpful for me i think as a child but a lot of people don't have that that, you know, closeness with their family and things like that. And I would see kids just walking around with really nothing to do. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I learned uh, growing up was that you have to keep kids active. You don't really give them a choice. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, they'll, you know, they'll they'll always opt to sit in front of the television. Mm -hmm. That's just how kids are. That's why we need to raise them. You know, it's not like, oh, they're 14, they know better. They don't know better. Mm -hmm. You gave me those wise words. Keep them moving. (laughs) Don't let them get... You can't sit down and watch them. I was like, that's why I told you, I was like, Lacey, (laughs) keep them moving. You know, I was like, I want to look in that class. I said, I want to move. Yes. (laughs) You already know how to move. Oh, yeah. Because if they're sitting down watching, I said, trust me, they'll fade out. Right, right. And so that's why the curriculum is set up to keep them active and do community service. Like, they don't have downtime. They have 30 minutes of downtime downtime mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like, you know, when they go home before 4.30, they can have all the downtime they want. Exactly. It's a working program. Exactly. Wow. Well, I thank you for letting me be a part of it and just doing what you do for society and the girls. And, oh, well, thank you. It's, and it, it shows so much. They were so excited and happy at the end of the program you know I know I, I love <laughs> this group of girls so much see I'm with them every single day mm-hmm. and so I get to know their personalities and who they are and the good thing about the program is that um, it can be changed mm-hmm. and I always tell them it's like whatever their needs are I can change these classes and say you know what we don't need this class it's not working for them this group needs this mm-hmm. Because it's really more about what they do and their behavior when they leave. And this group really got it. They're the first group who begged me to keep the book before agreement. Oh, wow. Cause usually, because they're like, Ms. Merle, I need that book. Can I keep the book? And I'm like, uh, I got to pay for these books. But I let them keep them because I was like, I've never had. A group of kids. Um, so all of them ask. It's like, I'm wow. going to keep the book. Wow. Because that book to me is such a simple book and I was like wow if we could start teaching our kids the four agreements in kindergarten their behavior and how they treat other people just think you know what this world would be mm-hmm. if people didn't make assumptions if people were impeccable with their word mm-hmm. if people always did their best you know and I was just you know I didn't I I got a hold of that book quite a while ago mm-hmm. but you know as an adult and I was just I always think what it you know, where would I be today if I had this kind of training or teaching amazing. earlier in yeah. my in my life? Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's an amazing book and it's an amazing thing to teach your children. And a lot of girls try to even pass the information on to their parents. Believe it or not, they're like, I tried to get my you know my brother or my grandmother to you know follow this because I have to be around all this negativity and I'm trying <laughs> to tell them so they have a lot to combat when yes. they leave the environment that they're in in Girl Blue is very 
It's safe. Um, it's very safe. Yeah, it's very safe. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, open and it's very accepting. Mm-hmm. We don't judge. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always tell them, whatever you did before you got here on this date, that's what you did. You know, you will not be judged for that. Um, we, You know, every day you wake up in the morning, I used to say that, said every day you wake up in the morning, that's a new opportunity to start again. What you did yesterday, you can start all over and say, okay, I wasn't that impeccable with my word yesterday, but today I woke up, so that means mm-hmm. I have another opportunity to choose mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that to myself, too. Oh, we have you know, to keep in like, mind. Oh, yeah. I woke up today. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> yes, yes. So, because I was like, some people won't, you mm-hmm. know, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. You just don't know, and life really, really is precious, and friendships are precious, especially yes. at that age for girls. Um, friendships mean a lot, real friendships, and it's important for them to understand what that is, because when they don't have that, when they don't have that kind of bond, because everybody's, you know, with the social network, everybody's yes. texting. Mm-hmm. We don't allow cell phones or texting at all in Girl Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, so, but they, they end up realizing that that's not the way to communicate, mm-hmm. not solely. It's a crutch. It's a crutch, mm-hmm. and it's actually a way to not communicate. Mm-hmm. It's a way to not share your feelings um, and, uh, you know, to not communicate face-to-face. Mm-hmm. People get brave on Facebook. Oh, yeah. They ask me things <laughs> that they would never say to your face. That's right. You know, it's Facebook yes. brain. Yes. It's internet brain. Yes. You know. Yes. And it's like, why are you, you know, why why would you say that about somebody and put it in cyberspace? We'll be there forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're angry, don't, you don't, you know, now when kids are angry, they get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Twitter wars. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and we, we promote that with the with our society with celebrities is like oh there's a Twitter war between <laughs> Rihanna and whoever right, you know right. and I'm like really that's right the in. top news mm-hmm. gossip idle chatter yeah. the devil's playground <laughs> yeah and so they are you know they that's what they get every day so that's what we are teaching them mm-hmm. so we can't really expect them to do better when that's what we teach them every day yes and I'm not I'm definitely not one of those people that believe in do what I say not you know not what I do mm-hmm. kind of thing I think that that's mm-hmm. we all know that that doesn't work that does not work it's a cute thing but it <laughs> well that's you know. that's why as you say the Girl Blue Project is necessary it's challenging mm-hmm. it's life changing and it works yes it it does. I can honestly say that in the teen years I said we don't have a group that it didn't work for mm-hmm. you know I said like I said we give them structure and boundaries so mm-hmm. they don't have a choice in certain things. They have to take yoga every single day. They mm-hmm. have to go to self-awareness. They have to be in therapy. It's not like they get to, oh, I like dance. I'm going to take dance. And I tell people it's not a performing mm-hmm. arts program because mm-hmm. we do get a lot of calls about, oh, she wants to dance and she loves that. She loves, you know, Chris Brown. So she says, mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is not the program. <laughs> it's we not that one. people that this year and I just <laughs> turned them away and sent them to, uh, uh, <laughs> schoolmate of mine mm. who has a performing arts mm-hmm. program, I said, you can go there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, that's what that's for. I said, this is something different, but I'm an artist, so we teach through the arts. I think mm. performing arts are the best way to teach kids values, uh, discipline, because you can't be disciplined and sing like Beyonce or whoever these people that they idolize. Exactly. That there's a discipline that's there that you don't see. You only see the end result. Mm-hmm. But you don't see them rehearsing 12, 13 hours a day in the studio. They don't show you that part. That's they right. only show you the end part. <laughs> exactly. And so, that's why we want to be like them, but we don't want to really go through the work that they put in it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to get those concerts together or to get this movie together or, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of work in so that kind of discipline is the same kind of discipline you can use if you want to be uh, a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is you want to be or a social worker. There's, you know, you have to make a commitment to whatever it is you want to do, and it's work. Yes. But when you actually do it, it's, 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 it comes off as play. Yes. I mean, I, I love these girls so much. <laughs> it shows. I'm, I'm, I feel, at least especially this year, this year was a very special year for me to learn a lot of things about myself. And, uh, and I've told the girls, I said, I'm grateful 
to have learned from them. Mm. I mean, budget though, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Marlo White and the Girl Boot Project does need your love, care, and support. She does it as a labor of love, and you need to step on up and help out with the children. Definitely. Now they they can reach you through uh, the Girl Boot. GirlBlueProject.org. Uh-huh. Is that so correct? org mm-hmm. is our website. And okay. uh, you can email us and uh, donate through the website if that's mm-hmm. something that you're interested in or, uh, you know, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, this is my second time working with you, and I thank you for inviting me, especially for the 10th anniversary. That was a special time, a decade of Girl Blue Project. That means you're doing something absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and thank you for participating. Mm-hmm. Girls, mm-hmm. uh, the girls. Yes, and, and, and you know, we're going to have to keep this dialogue open and see, see what we can do together. Okay. Keep it moving and moving on up, okay? Yes. All right. Well, you, you have a blessed day today, and I'll be with you soon. Okay, then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, yes. That was the founder and director of the Girl Blue Project. There'll be more. Right after this break. Well, this joint right here.